Okay, welcome back to our podcast. This is our last one, and um, I don't really know where to start from here, so I'm going to ask one of the um, questions, questions to consider. So, um, what is the importance of good leadership? So, I think that leadership is, like, the most important thing in a society, because as we saw in The Lord of the Flies, when um uh jack overtook ralph pretty much um the whole society it just went downhill like they all turned to savages because that's pretty much how jack was even though ralph was responsible um at the beginning jack just he the boys started to favor jack instead so what do you guys um think about this that's a pretty solid comment david I agree with you in the fact that leadership is the most important thing to a society. So in the podcast or in the TED talk, the psychology of evil leaders were always turning uh, corrupt with, by the Lucifer effect. It says if you give people power without oversight, it is prescription for abuse. So without leaders to institute rules for individuals to follow, they will go down the path of uh, corruption as, corruption because there's no one to stop them from becoming corrupt yeah oscar like um is that the um ted talk where he was talking about how like the american soldiers were like abusing the prisoners oh i think that was a different one okay my bad my bad wait yeah maybe no maybe it was the same one i'm not sure wait okay (laughs) so uh what do you what what does everybody else think um yeah. yeah. So, okay, go ahead, Charlie. Go ahead. Very important because there was a um, there was a study done in Switzerland. Um, it was written. The page I read was written by Ellie Zolfagafar, something like that. And it basically said that a bunch of scientists in Switzerland decided to see how how power would go to people's heads. So they made this game called the Dictator Game, where they would have one person who got to distribute pay over everyone else, but the person who got to distribute the pay also got to decide their own pay. So um, before they did the test, they rated a bunch of people on their honesty and um, just how, how good of a person they were. So people who scored low on that obviously started taking money for themselves right from the beginning. But even people who scored high and were good on people were taking more money for themselves eventually and giving other people less because the power just instantly went to their head. So if we have leaders like that, it's uh, not going to work out. Yeah, I saw, I would, I actually use that article too. I completely agree with you, Charlie, but um, yeah. So leadership is definitely essential to like a society. Uh, And I do think that like, So I saw something about that article too, and um, I think that it's pretty crazy how someone, someone in like the older times, I guess his name was his his um, name was Baron John Acton. He actually had a quote that explained how corruption of power is, it actually exists and it like affects the whole world. I guess it it said this: power tends to corrupt 
and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So I think that, like, I don't know. I just think that's really outstanding how someone so from so long ago can think of something like that. And it's just really, it's just really crazy how he can just think of that, how um, in that time. Yeah, that is pretty crazy, Randon. How, like, even back then they knew, um, like the the psychology of these um, leaders. So, in a lot of my sources, um, the authors wanted to show how humans are inherently evil without a leader. Like they, um, nine times out of ten, will do. Um, the bad things instead of the good things when they're anonymous and when they don't have consequences. So have you guys seen this? Yeah, I have seen this. Um, I found one about... So Saddam Hussein had a son, and Saddam Hussein had his son's name was Uday Hussein. And uh, he lived... He obviously lived in Baghdad, but he he had an infinite amount of power. He could do anything he wanted. Anything. And so a lot of times... He would just go around the streets. He would shoot people, uh, rape, steal, because it's the only thing he could do. But he was uh, he was invincible, pretty much. So was he, like, a leader, or was he just um, the son of a leader? He was a son, but he had a lot of positions of power. Like, um, he led a lot of the Iraqi Olympic teams, and he was for a little while a governor of a few provinces but uh he was kind of removed from those roles after his brutality was realized that's terrible so he just raped and hurt innocent civilians yeah for no reason at all just because he could yeah and it's good that they got him out of that position because the people that live in that society can't look up to a person like that yeah, they can't. They can't look up to a leader who can help them lead them out of dark times. They just like get further into dark. Yeah, they get. They'll become like him. So, in our outside reading book, um, All American Boys, um, Charlie, that person that you were talking about, kind of reminds me of Paul, the policeman, because um, the way Paul. Um, he the way he handled the situation between him and Rashad obviously Rashad didn't do anything wrong but he abused his power because he was against Rashad because of his skin color so he's just um even though he's in a position of power he's still corrupt yeah but that also leads into another thing which is racism and um it's not in Paul's situation. It's not only obviously, like you said, it's not only corruption of power. It's due to the color of his skin. And that is another topic. But like, yeah, Paul is a perfect example of like, um, like what Charlie said, the, the dude in Baghdad, the dude who was abusing his power and raping, stealing all that stuff. Paul is like a, is pretty much kind of like an identical version of that, but just, in all American boys, so yeah. I think you guys are being a little too harsh on Paul. Like, he wasn't raping people. I mean, although he did beat someone, which is uh, pretty racist, but he didn't go to the extremes of raping people. But 
Yeah, I agree. Like, it's kind of like a toned-down version of who Charlie was talking about. But it still shows how people in power abuse their power. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. We can't forget that Paul puts someone in the hospital, though. Like, Rashad had internal bleeding because of what uh, Paul did to him. So, just, uh, he definitely wasn't, shouldn't be let off for that. That's true. He didn't take it too far. He just kept constantly beating him when he definitely should have stopped. Or the civilians around him should have stopped him. I don't really think um, it's the civilian's job because they should be looking up to the policeman. Like, that's their job. I I saw this in a different article that when the civilians or when the leader is too corrupt, it should be the individual's job to, to, like, uh, use their integrity and their moral beliefs to, like, get the leader out of there because he's a corrupt person and they don't want a corrupt person representing their ideals. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, um, sometimes the leaders, I guess, just don't have the, um, they just don't have strong integrity to lead a society. Uh, so another one of the questions to think about was, um, what extent does society depend on good leadership? Um, and I think a pretty good example of that is, uh, what, what Phil Zimbardo talked about in the psychology of evil Ted talk where uh, he spoke about how Stephen Milgram, who put a thousand people in a position where they could shock someone else, and they also got to pick the voltage of which someone was shocked. And um, he found that people who had the power to shock the other people would very often turn it up to the highest voltage and shock someone when they had the opportunity to. Yeah, really just... um... That article or that TED talk really showed how pu- how people were inherently evil. Like, um, they had no consequences. Uh, nobody knew that they were going to be doing that except the researchers. But they just chose to shock someone, which I found really surprising. Yeah, and the study also showed out how sixty six percent of people would uh pick the highest voltage in just the first study. So I thought that was just pretty crazy how many people would do that that really is crazy the highest voltage that can really hurt someone yeah i mean imagine if you had a heart condition or something yeah yeah so that um that uh situation kind of leads back to why society needs good leadership because um if all of society is doing the bat is doing the wrong thing then they need a good leader to help save them because like if people are given laws they'll follow them yeah i i I think that um society depends on good leadership like a lot because obviously david david said earlier in the beginning of the podcast saying how like jack is Jack is like a good example of corruption, I guess, and how he's not a good leader and how it leads into a a bunch of commotion. And that is, that is just um, an amazing example of how like society depends on good leadership because 
without without the leader, it just leads into a bunch of promotion. Yeah, Brandon, like that was, um, I felt like uh, the author of Lord of the Flies really just wanted to um, create that message that people needed a good leader. Yeah, definitely. Uh, did you pause it? No. Okay, so I think a good example of this in real life is at the very beginning of our pandemic, uh, our president told people that wearing a mask was optional and he didn't wear a mask himself. And I think that that's a good example of how people kind of follow a leader and depend on a good leader because I think that if he had worn a mask and it kind of showed that if you wear a mask, you'll help a lot of people, uh, a lot more people would have worn a mask. Yeah, like, um, but people still ended up wearing masks because they knew what they needed to do to help prevent the um, pandemic from spreading. Like how Oscar said earlier, how um, it's kind of the civilian's job to come in and help in situations like that. So, yeah, um, people ended up wearing masks, which definitely helped. I do think that Charlie has a point with this, though, because, like, if if the president were to wear a mask, I think that at least, like, a little more a little more people who were anti-maskers, I guess you can call them, would just, like, wear a mask pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. it makes sense. Like, it's like when you see one person do it, the next person also wants to do it, and the chain just continues all the way down, especially if the one person's an important person, because there's just, like, a... Uh, a heavy influence on everyone else in society, I guess. So if a society was to really have a good leader, what qualities do you guys think that leader would have? So I think the most important quality of a leader is just being respectful because without being respectful, I, I don't really think that um, the followers would, I don't know, be like into you, I guess, as a leader. Um, so if you're respectful to your followers, I think that it's just nicer for them to follow you. So yeah, that's definitely one quality a good leader should have. Yeah, because in... A lot of societies, there are going to be people that don't like their leader. So um, if the leader is at least respectful, like they can try to get new followers. Does anybody else um, have anything on this? Yeah, I think a leader should be um, open to ideas, uh, especially new ones, because I think that if a leader can learn new things and uh new tactics and new ideas then you can really develop and become uh, an even better leader yeah that's a that's a great point with the leader being open to new ideas then they can gain new followers that that might have been an issue in the past like with a leader that wouldn't have been too open is uh with them being open to new ideas they can hear what the people that dislike them have to say and they can try to implement uh rules or something to try to help them yeah, like, um, the ideas of one person are probably going to be flawed in certain places. Not, one person can't 
just have infinite knowledge and know exactly what's right. So they need the input of the community. So in the poem, The Mask by Maya Angelou, the first, the first two lines are, we wear the mask that grins and lines, it shades our cheeks and hides our eyes. I might be overanalyzing, but I think that it can be looked at at like two different, like at least two different perspectives. So like it can be looked at as like a good mask, I guess, that you can just hide under sometimes if you want to pretty much. And then, um, the bad mask, it can be looked at as a bad mask because obviously you want to be yourself, but when, um, when you like, uh, when people fall to corruption of power due to human nature, I think that the mask is like, the mask can represent the corruption of power. And then when you take it off, I like, it's just like, so like without the mask, without the bad mask, um, you are like basically you. So you don't really need it. You don't really need the, the bad mask or whatever, like the corrupt, like you don't need the mask representing corruption of power in order for you to be yourself. So I do, I don't really think that like power is necessary, I guess in a way, but so, yeah. Okay. So is like the mask, covering the corruption of power or what what is the mask doing um so the, the mask can represent corruption of power i might be like over analyzing i guess but in a way you, it can represent um corruption of power and then when you take it off i guess be, because of like human nature or whatever it's just it's just you behind it and you're just like, just yourself, I guess. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I understand that. Uh, so, in Lord of the Flies, at the end of the book, Ralph takes responsibility for all the kids. Like, he says that he's the leader of... He, like, when the naval officer comes, he asks who who's responsible for everything because he sees a bunch of commotion. And Jack hesitates... And Ralph doesn't, which, which obviously states, which obviously it implies that Ralph is the real leader and Jack is not. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I feel, I kind of feel bad for, um, Ralph in that situation because he wasn't the cause of the savagery. That was on Jack's part, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you, but that's just the responsibilities that comes with being a good leader. You have to take responsibility for your civilians and like, the damage they caused. Uh, even though Jack was su- the supposed leader for uh, the end of the book, he didn't do this, showing that he's he was not willing to take responsibility and blame. He was just a fake leader who wanted the power. Yeah, you're right. He was a he's a weak leader. Yeah, and it's kind of horrible how um, all the kids favored him um, because he may have seen. Or he may have seemed like a better leader, but Ralph was really Ralph was the better leader. He had more integrity, and he was able to take responsibility. Yeah, but but like you said, parents will their people 
well, generally are inherently evil, right? So of course, the more violent, savage one is going to be favored over the peaceful, kind of uh, democratic one. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was kind of funny was how. At the end, when all the kids, like, thought, oh, we're going to be saved, we're not being savages anymore, we're going to go back to civilization, the funny thing is, is that back at their homes, there was a whole war going on, so, like, even the adults were fighting, so. Yeah, there was savagery everywhere, even when they get home, it's not going to be peace and quiet. Yeah, like, it wasn't just the kids being irresponsible, it's just human nature. And the kids probably wouldn't even get to go home because remember in the beginning, they were being sent away from home to be put in a safer place. So they would probably just go to where they were going to go. Yeah, it's pretty ironic. Well, I think that a pretty good question to ask would be um, if you were a leader, what do you think your qualities would be like? Because me personally, I think if I was a leader, I might be a little bit corrupt because it's, it would be really hard not to be. Like, if someone offers me a little bit of money, I'll probably take it, if I'm being honest. I don't know if I'd go that far to take money, but I'd definitely be a little bit corrupt, because uh, I'm pretty sure most leaders are just a little bit corrupt in the slightest way. But I would still try to uh, help the people that are against me and listen to the new ideas. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I I definitely be open to new ideas. I would I would obviously obviously I'd be corrupt because like that's just human that's just part of human nature. But yeah, I'd be open to new ideas. I'd be respectful to my followers, and yeah, all so yeah. Yeah, um, if I were a leader, like I can't really imagine myself being corrupt. But um, with all of these sources it kind of seems like all leaders turn out to be corrupt. Like, power, um, just, it, it really shows the worst in people. Yeah, even, like, the smallest things that you can be a leader of, like, in our fantasy football league, our leader was a corrupt commissioner. He favored the league towards himself to make it so that he made the playoffs, which is an essential part of fantasy football, because there was money on the line. So... Even in the smallest things, I think people will get corrupt. Yeah, like, I'm a part of that fantasy football team, and I can... Um, <laughs> um, I agree, our commissioner is corrupt. And um, I may have ended up losing because of him. That's crazy, because I'm, I'm also in a league where my commissioner is corrupt. He altered the points when I was in... I believe it was, like, week 10 or something, just, just in the regular... Just in the uh, regular season, he just altered the points and made me lose in like into his computer just because he was corrupt. So yeah, yeah, like these leaders, um, some of them just want to benefit themselves. They don't really care about their followers. Yeah, and even it's in like fantasy football, which is crazy. You can be corrupt. Yeah, so in all of our sources, I think I saw that there were a lot of similarities, um, like how like how um, leaders have great impact on their societies. 
So with that being said, I think this will conclude our podcast. Thank you for listening, and I will not see you again because it's the last one.